uh, because I, I I I won't lie, I do lose track of the youngsters a little bit. Arsenal, um, yeah, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm trying I'm trying to nail them down. I really am. Um, I suppose the answer would be to watch more Arsenal games. Should, do I really have to? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like we're doing a bit better than your main team. So all right then. I deserve that. Palace, then what? <laughs> I deserve that. Welcome everybody, it's episode 40, that's right, 4-0 of uh, FPL Bros, and uh, Happy New Year, I should say, we're back for 2021, and um, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what what more we can say like we're what seven days in and no nine days in sorry and it's been a blur hasn't it honestly honestly let's just not talk about politics the government <laughs> pandemics i mean i don't know what else you, like there's a long list of things but let's just talk about football let's leave I it know, that. So, yeah fantasy that's football funny. how's it going that's, guys <laughs> that's good yeah um yeah I, um the first thing i want to say is that um i i was Originally, I did plan to talk about how I did over the Christmas period and all the rest of it, but it, it's just been quite underwhelming. And I think the last score I got was 53. And and um, that's I can't even remember. Yeah, basically, I got 53 because um, I didn't expect Spurs to do that well against Leeds. And I actually betted on Leeds, not necessarily beating them, but, you know, keeping the game to like, I don't know, a one all or something. I, I just I didn't I just I just thought that Leeds would occupy Spurs too much for Son and Kane to get anything out of the game. But they did and like I didn't have any Spurs players and I think that really kicked my behind uh mm-hmm. for the for the last uh for the last game week. So I just had the fifty three points, which I think was like like four or five above average or something. And mm-hmm. um yeah, really deflated. Uh and uh just looking my appeal team and i'm just thinking what do i have to do honestly honestly and and this is the time to think about what you've got to do because uh we've got some we've got some big weeks coming up we've got the blank game week and we've got uh, the we've got the double game week so yeah. i mean if you go on twitter you just type in blank game week you'll see charts you'll see graphs you'll see a uh, fixture ticker this so i mean yeah. there's, there's a lot there's a lot to think about for what you're going to be really. doing over the next couple of weeks yeah. but this... i'm like like you i'm uh I like my my Christmas uh, was one to forget about when it comes to FPL. I got 41 <laughs> points last week. The average was 56. Oh it was, right, uh, it was poor. It was poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had a, so, I had a Foden I on the bench. Have any, you didn't have any Spurs players either then, or no? I got rid of them all because I thought yeah. they were going through a pretty tough fixture. So I don't know. I just well, didn't see it going well for them. And no, then well, they've managed to just you know push through. Yeah. <clears throat> I saw that. I mean, it's. Uh, I've had this happen to me before, though. I've relied on Marco Bielsa, and I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I need you to do a number on this team or that team, or I'm, I've got lots of Leeds players. I need an amazing performance. And like, when they're good, they're very good. But when they're bad, it's like a kick in the, it's like a kick in the, the team. Yeah, literally, um, I know what you mean. But uh, they kept, they kept, they kept sprouting this stat that they've had like, they've had like, they've had like, they're on exactly zero. Um, what's the word? Exactly zero uh, goal difference for the yeah. for the season because they've had thirty goals for and thirty goals against. It's like yeah. wow. Okay. 
it's weird i mean i do happen to know one leeds fan and he on like on the face of it he's putting on a brave face and he's saying oh you know we we give the most entertaining games in the league you know you watch us it's always entertainment but like deep down you've got to be a little bit miffed about that if you're a leeds fan really yeah you, definitely like a, yeah, you've got like a top coach, right? And there's some good players there. And um, it's a little bit patronising when people go, ooh, Leeds, you know, there's going to be goals. That's guaranteed. It's very entertaining. And I think, you think, no, I want to, you know, I want to, I want the team to like um, do well. And like, mm. you know, it's, it's nice to watch your team score goals, but it's never nice to watch them concede. You know, they should be nice. thinking about top, top off of the table, maybe a decent cup run, that kind of thing. Not, like a topsy-turvy season where you never know what's going to happen. I'll get that, I'll get that trophy of uh, most entertaining football. All right. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, because Appreciate in the past they, they gave it to Blackpool and they went down and then it went to Hull City and they went down as well. Nobody really wants, nobody really knew no. what's that tag, do they? No, most entertaining doesn't is not doesn't bode well unless you're Mourinho. Well, no, Mourinho is the opposite, isn't he? So you're exactly. least entertaining. He manages to win trophies and titles. Yeah. So maybe he's got the right good. idea. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. As far as Christmas goes, Arsenal had a good Christmas though, didn't they? Mate, Christmas it, year. That's that's well when we get there, Arsenal. Oh my gosh. Like I've, like uh, well obviously we don't talk generally just about football, but Arsenal when uh, I've been I've been crying out for them to bring Emil Smith Rowe into the side because I've seen him in the in the Europa, I've seen him in the under twenty threes, and like yeah. like I'm a pretty big Arsenal fan as you might know, and like I've always said, look, this guy like there's something about him like he just he just he he's not I don't know Arsene Wenger said that like everyone's a good footballer when it comes to the Premier League, it's those who can do it at pace. And mm-hmm. he does. He'll take it on the half term. He'll make the right pass. He'll yeah. like, like in one of his goals, he controlled it with the outside of one boot and then whipped it in with the other boot. And it was like, wow, oh, really? like this is it. Like this is oh. a guy. And today okay. he scored right. a he scored a lovely goal. First, don't don't really be fun. insulted. <laughs> I, I need to know this, right? All all the Arsenal youngsters, all their double barrel named youngsters, right? Yeah. What positions are they? Because they just play everywhere. Like, no. Okay, so I can I can I can knuckle it down. I don't know I where they down. are. Well, I I mean I, I I can pin down Martinelli. I know he's supposed to be a forward, and so is Enketia. But the rest of them, I every week I see them playing in a different position. Is that the new? Is that something we should? Uh, is that something we should come to expect now? They no. don't have any positions. So no, no, that? that's not it. That's not it. Maitland Niles. So Maitland Niles is not really a youngster, but Maitland Niles. And okay. Saka have become quite the utility men. Saka's very much a utility man. He plays he plays where like wherever you want him across the front line and on the and down the left he can play. Bar striker. Um uh Smith Rowe, he is uh Cam number ten, most definitely. He can play oh. either eight, but he's definitely like, I thought 10. he was a, um I thought he was a winger. No, he, he can play like he can play on the on the wings, but he's 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 always been in in all of the other uh, games I've seen him in, other than like the the first eleven. He's been playing number ten, and uh, and Martinelli. When we bought him, he was trained or like because that's this is what they started to do in Brazil. They don't they don't put a player in one position. They make him play a few positions. So he can play left wing, centre forward, and right wing. Apparently, we've never put okay. him on the right wing, but no. he's primarily left wing for us. But I think okay. he might develop into a centre forward going forward. 
and that's uh, uh, those, that's Arsenal's thing. So it seems like everyone can play everywhere, but to be honest, I think I think there's an element of like in modern football, or at least what 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 uh, managers are trying to lean towards is that they don't want players to look like they just play in one position because then they're very easy to mark off. So like, you would see you see that with you used to see that with De Bruyne and David Silva ro- rotating around the middle and and De Bruyne and other well mainly De Bruyne just rolling around the the front middle line like just just stepping over here and then obviously the players will change over. Well, even if a footballer is two footed or not, they will play on either flank quite frequently won't they yeah you get a lot of that these days all, all right then um yeah con- congratulations obviously today uh we're recording on the 9th of january and uh arsenal just not new a spirited newcastle united out of the fa cup mm-hmm. and uh but good god what a game oh, it's, hard it's... work it was a hard watch <laughs> it was a hard <laughs> I watch mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what what was the worst part. It was just the the guilt-edged chances, and let's be fair, both teams had some. Mm-hmm. And like like within the first ninety minutes, I could not believe they had those chances had been missed. I really couldn't. Yeah, it was like just jaw-dropping stuff. And I I don't know what it is. I I mean, I to be honest, I did think Newcastle would look bad because like I don't know how many of their players might have been out of it after getting their COVID or whatever, or, mm. or you know. That, that can take it out of you, I guess. But um, still, um, anyway, they they got there in the end. Uh, so yeah. what's that? Are they in the fifth round now? Is it or no? Wait. No, this is the third round that we that just was played. Oh, okay, all right then. Like, what about um, what about your team? Are they are they playing? Did they get did they get through? No, they got knocked out. They got knocked out because because of their league position. They're like uh, they played. Uh, yeah, they they were yeah they were in the first round basically. Uh-huh. And uh, no. Wait, no, they made it far past the first round. They got into the second right. round. I think it was Oxford United who knocked us out in the second Bloody round. So. Yeah, no, no, they're just doing the usual thing now. We've got this new stadium. Yeah. And, uh, and they've decided that they'd like to lose more games than win there. Naturally, you know? naturally. Yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal did well at that. We're still waiting for that bounce to end, to be <laughs> honest. So good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, it's annoying because because the stadium is brand new. It's obviously better than a lot of the stadiums that the teams in our league have. So I would like to think that they're a little bit intimidated when they get there, yep. or that it gives gives our players a bit of an extra boost or something. But yeah, no, they just want to ruin it for everyone as usual. Yeah, so. that's, that's, that's like well, the Emirates. That's that's what happened. I mean, there's still there's still Arsenal fans who 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 miss hybrid black like, guys. Come on, man, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a it's while. True, actually. You miss hybrid. It's been a while. It is, All right. That is true, actually. That Let's is. Not true. Down that road. No, uh, you don't want to really. Well, okay. Very briefly, um, you you reminded me that um, there are some big weeks coming up as far as FPL yes. is concerned, and. Um, Oh gosh, yes, but let, let's have a special mention for uh, Southampton, shall we? Yeah. And uh, how they uh, they uh, managed to beat the champions of England one nil. And um, I I know I say this all the time, but like um, I've I've always rated Southampton and I've always rated their manager. Mm-hmm. And 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 I I the thing is they're going to do that a lot more often than people realise because. Mm-hmm. They have good. They have a good team. They've got plenty of good players. But the most important thing is that Hassan Hootel is he's got them playing the way he wants them. Yeah. And, and, you know, and and that means that he 
he a lot of the time he's in control of the situation. I thought I'd just lump that in there. It's not like I like to gloat or anything. Uh, but <laughs> no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, I agree with you, like wholeheartedly. I think, like I've always, I've always enjoyed Southampton teams. One of my good friends when I was at work, he was a big Saints fan, and I've always enjoyed their teams. That's what I've said. I've said like I like to watch them play football. And then when yeah. Hassan Tuchel came in, I was like, oh, like he's a good. I've known him. He's a very, very good coach. When he, when yeah. he gets, when he gets his team playing the way he wants, they're yeah. not an easy team to beat, and they play really interesting and exciting attacking football. I think, and um. Well, yeah, like it took them a while, well, a couple, a, a few games to get into it. And then when mm-hmm. they did get, start running, they're not going to stop. And you're right. They are. They're going to they're going to they're going to create a few problems. I think I said it earlier on in the season. I said the same mm-hmm. thing about Leeds. I said, look, like, don't 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 blow over Leeds because Leeds are going to Leeds are going to cause a, lots of the table, a lot of problems. And Southampton's yeah. the same. They're going to cause That's lots awesome. of the table, a lot of problems. But the better the better thing about um, Southampton than Leeds is that. They seem to be able to defend as well. <laughs> like yes. rather than Leeds who are just like, We're just gonna attack, we're gonna have a great time. <laughs> yeah, no, that you you're absolutely right. That's that's the thing. He's 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 there's Hassan Hootel, he's got it all worked out. The attack, the midfield, the defending, he's got it um all worked out. And uh, I mean the reality is eventually he'll probably go to a bigger club. He will. Uh, we'll but because they, that happens with all the Southampton managers, doesn't it? But well, if, uh, if it's but, anything like the Southampton players, you'll see them at Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. I, I was like, uh, I, I, I know I already said to the guys, I, I was teasing them that, that Klopp has got his eyes on Vestergaard. I'm always, I was only half joking about that, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, he will. Look, he needs, he needs a defender, and yeah, Liverpool right. will blow the bag. Liverpool will <laughs> blow the bag. No, they don't. They don't. Like they, they're eyeing him up, definitely. You know, they might even be eyeing up that Danny Ings. Who knows? Oh yeah, um, that guy. Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> good. Now. What if they if they know about him? He needs to be on their radar. Yeah. When you, you know how it is with Liverpool, they just uh, just uh, it's like a, well, look at Southampton. I think all right, I'm having that. Uh, but yeah. but yeah. Yes, I was actually going to say yes. We've got the the blank game week, uh, which is in a couple of days. Well, it starts in a couple of days, and then after that, we've got the double. Um, now, as far as the blank game week goes, uh, I'm going to use my free hit chip, um, right. but I still haven't really thought about um, which teams I'm going to load up on. But I suppose I am. Well, if I just remind myself of what the games are going to be. So it's Sheffield United versus Newcastle, Burnley versus Man United. Wolves versus Everton, Man City versus Brighton, Villa versus Spurs, and Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Right, straight away, one fixture that jumps out to me is, um, oh, uh, yeah, I think Man City versus Brighton looks interesting. Yeah. I mean, Brighton aren't necessarily a bad team, but um, Potter, Potter's got them playing some lovely stuff, but they haven't won a game in a while. Yeah. And I, I think, I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's all very nice in wanting to play football, but Brighton not really that good a team, so I think Man City is going to have some joy there. And I'm seriously thinking about having three Man City players, and I'll probably have at least one Man City defender as well. You mm-hmm. know, makes sense because uh, they're not yeah. likely to score. Man City have really hit a good patch of form at the minute, so I don't think I don't think Brighton are going to have any joy there. No, I I I I'm not. I mean, the thing is, Brighton can score, but I I just I feel that they're not going to cause Man City any problems. No. You're right. I don't. 
Um, I think I think Man City players. You're right that that when I was looking at, I had a brief look at the the game week. So I was thinking, all right, I've got to plan what I want to do. I've got to plan for this week and then the following week where you get the double game week. And Man City mm-hmm. by far, I think, have the most favourable fixtures for the next two weeks. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people are talking about loading up on um, Man United players, and again, I suppose Burnley aren't really anything to fear, and Man United probably will score. Um, but I just don't know if that game is going to be as easy as everybody thinks it is. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then as for the rest, I'm I'm not entirely sure. I I would like to think that Spurs would get something at Aston Villa. Um, so I I don't know. I, I'll, I'll I don't know. Do, you, do you think they might? I don't know. Like I mean, I'm not saying that they won't. But Villa, if Villa, I mean, Villa haven't been playing very well. But if they if they want to, Villa did cause a lot of people a lot of problems this season. Sorry, can you say that again. I said, I said, uh, Villa did cause a lot of people a lot of problems this season. So it's I, true. It is true, um, but they're still Villa, and uh, <laughs> they they did. Although they started, although they started the season very very well, and although they put seven goals past Liverpool, even though that Van Dijk was on the pitch. So make of that what you will. I think Liverpool have lost more games when he's played than they have when he hasn't. But again, I'm not passing aspersions on the guy or anything. But anyway, <laughs> it's just something I noticed. But anyway, um, um, yeah. Well, the thing is, people have expected a lot from Villa this season and yeah. haven't quite delivered. No. And I still think that they, uh, in many ways, they're not still, they're still not quite there yet. And, I don't. I I wouldn't say that it's going to get spanked as much as they did last season, but I still think the bigger teams are capable of getting something out of that game. Mm-hmm. And and but but that's the thing. In the blank game week, you've only got so many teams to pick from. Exactly. So you just kind of yeah, hedge your bets a little bit, really. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so sorry, so I, I cut you up. So you said three Man City, and then you were thinking, what next? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a couple of Man United. They 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 they, they yeah, again. I I. I, I, I'm not quite sure that Burnley is going to be such an easy game. But again, there's not an awful lot to pick from that no, week. No, there's not. But yeah, some, some Man United, some, some Villa, some Spurs, um, Arsenal. I don't know. After Liverpool put seven past Palace, people seem to be wedded to the idea that Palace are really bad, but they're not. Ah, that's a stupid. I'm not. I don't, yeah. I, think, I don't think Arteta's going in there thinking easy fixture. Palace is never an easy fixture. It doesn't matter when you play them in the season. It's yeah, not like like you said you said it the other day that like look there's just this season it seems there's just freak fixtures you do not take that as like as um, a measure of the team look what happened to no, Liverpool I look what happened to Man United did. don't take that as a measure to the team because Crystal Palace could easily come out and then shut up sh- score an early goal shut up shop and that's it one nil to Palace you just don't know it could happen you're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Yeah, so that, that's where my thoughts are as far as the blank game week goes. I mean, okay. you, you like the idea of Man City, I take it. But, but anything yeah. else jump out at you at all? Um, I would go, I would I would say, well, I'm looking at Man City players. The other fixtures are like kind of what I call almost, well, obviously City and United, I've got them to win. But the other yeah. fixtures, I've got them as almost like ugh, could could have it either way. I think, I think you wouldn't, I think you wouldn't go amiss by if you've not got much money looking into players such as uh, Emil Smith-Rowe and looking at players like uh, Tierney and looking at players like Saka for, because those are, those are Arsenal's talisman at the minute. Like those are the players that are on the, assi- on the assists, on the goals, 
Like those are the guys that we're kind of focusing the attack around. They're, they're coming in relatively cheap. I think Emil Smith rose at like 4.4, which is crazy. Mm. And, he, and he's had he had well he had the he had a goal this game and then uh, he's had an assist in the last game and then game before that he had a goal so like you know he's in and around and he's been the guy he, you I, I'll bet you I'll bet you fifty quid he's starting that game no problem so oh, okay. that's a uh, that's something if you if you if you've spent all your money on like the big guys from Man City the big guys from Spurs the big guys from United and then you've got oh I've got a, I've got a few million left definitely look into Emil Smith Rowe. Um, mm-hmm. And then maybe I don't know Calvert Lewin. Can we can we look to him for some goals at Wolves? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because I've had him in my. I've I've kept I've kept loyal to him, and mm. I've, I I I don't know. I think I think the way the like I don't want to think of what we saw at the beginning of the season as a purple patch. I feel like he's still got it in him. And Wolves looked pretty medium. <laughs> like re, they looked pretty medium recently. So I feel like Everton could yeah. have, could have fun with them. So I would I would be leaning towards Everton there. And that'll be interesting yeah. because I wonder how many how many people because what we're saying is more what people are looking and most people are playing one of their chips this week so you can yeah. imagine there's going to be a big change in players so there people are in the De Bruyne's Mares maybe yeah. the Fernandez and whatnot are people looking at Everton could that be a differential it is you 100 percent because you know? again people not are quite aren't quite sure what they're going to get from that game I think Everton um, are winning so I'll give I'll say that much. No, I, I think you've made a very good point. And one thing I will say about Calvert-Lewin is that um, you're right. I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that he's going to have a good season overall because um, he has improved as a striker. And that's mm-hmm. the whole point. Ancelotti obviously sat him down and said, look, we don't need you to do anything except get on the end of crosses and, and through balls. Right. I don't need you to defend or do anything else. Your job is literally just to be there. All right. One touch goals. That's what we need from you. And, and yeah. he's been doing that. You know, it's not like, you know, he he's happened to have a, a bit of luck where every single defense he's played their main centre back has been injured or something. <laughs> you know, his game literally has improved, you know. Yeah. You know, they just, they just need, need him to wander around off of the shoulder of the last man. And that that's what he's been doing. So I, I, I don't see any reason why he can't continue doing that. So, yes, I think the other thing I reckon that Everton might be a good differential is that um, Luca Dino is back now. He's made an earlier than expected return from his injury. Oh, they thought he was going to be out. Yeah, they thought he was going to be out for three months. But um, I... I mean, he may even have started today. I'd have to check. Um, but um, it's true, they might be easing him back. But if he starts um, in the coming game week, then I think that's going to improve Everton. Yeah, definitely. Um, they've, yeah. they've missed him a lot. They have. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, no, well spotted. Good spot. And you've also made a very good general point in that if you are going to go from all the big hitters from the big teams, it's going to cost you a lot of money. And Arsenal's where you're going to get savings. I'm seriously thinking about getting Saka in because uh, yeah. it looks like he's 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 the 90 minute man now and again for his for his price and like he all he thinks about is just going forwards really mm-hmm. doesn't it you yeah, know this you want really he's uh, uh, gonna try about, some... um, speaking about Dini he he started the game and he came off so uh, oh, okay. if, if you ever needed a signal of what what they, if they weren't trying to get some minutes into his legs before they start him somewhere else that mm. was it yeah so, uh, he started yeah. the game against Roth- was That's it Rotherham yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was rather. Oh, was it? I don't mean to laugh. Sorry if there's any Rotherham fans listening. It was just that I wasn't sure. <laughs> uh, that's the one. Um, yeah, don't, that, that's that's good. You're all about 
as far as the double gaming goes, again, I'm not really giving it a whole lot of thought. Uh, I suppose one thing I should mention is I did actually activate my wild card, uh, which is why. Yeah, so no, I activated it like in the last game week where I got 53 points, which is why I didn't bother with any Spurs because I was thinking I was looking ahead to the double game week mm-hmm. and I thought, okay, let me get a nice even spread of players who are going to do well and <clears throat> over the two game weeks. And so that's why I concentrated on, on leads and uh, I've got Sterling in my team and uh, I kept Calvert-Lewin. Uh, but yes, I got some West Ham players as well. So I got okay. Suchek. Yeah. And I got Sufal uh, as well because yeah. um, I, I think their double game week is going to be decent. Um, and then I just kind of padded it out with the, you know, these kind of usual suspects, sorry, I should say. And, and I'm going to hope for the best uh, mm-hmm. because um, I, I can't, I can't afford to spend any more time thinking about this now. Like it's all crazy at home. I've got the kids and they're not going to school. So what are you going to do? You've you know? got to start teaching, get your teacher you know, hat exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So there's only so much I can I can just about get away with it. My wife is like, what are you, what are you teaching the eight year olds? It's like, well, this, this is arithmetic, you know. This this player gets nine points and yeah, exactly. What do you think? Problem? What do you think? Suchek, <laughs> shall I go for Suchek? Yeah, yeah. How, how many points ahead is Daddy in his league? All right, yeah. if you multiply this number, that, subtract this number from that number, then what, yeah. what do you get? Uh, but yeah, but, uh, yeah I, I I haven't given it much more thought than that. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I haven't, I mean, well, I haven't I haven't thought as far ahead as the double game week. I've kind of just tried to take it as it comes. So I've been thinking a lot more about this blank game week and trying to predict. For me, the way I, the way I go about the game is I think, all right, who do I think is going to win? Who do I think is going to lose? Do I mm. think these guys are going to be able to keep a clean sheet? Do I look at defenders? Yeah. Do I think these guys are going to be higher scoring? Do I look at attackers? And that's just it. So, like, that's what I do when I look at the fixtures. And that's what made me think, well, I think Everton are going to score. And I think uh, Everton are going to win. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Did you did you watch the Liverpool Le- Leicester Stoke game today? Uh, no. Are you going to tell me about J- uh, Justin's goal? Though? Yeah, just sorry, I was just like talking. I looked past no, it. I saw it, was, it, it, it was some. It was something else, though, wasn't it? Unbelievable, unbelievable goal. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so I, I, I saw Everton and uh, Wolves, and I thought, all right, no, I don't think Wolves will win. I think Everton have got this. People aren't going to be looking at Everton. They're going to be thinking of. Fernandez, they're gonna be thinking of maybe Rashford. They're gonna be like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. so let's think of that. But um, yeah. So I haven't really thought about it. I think I'm gonna um, I think I'm gonna go with kind of what we've what we've what we've got touched on yeah. this week, like uh, three Man City players. I'm gonna be yeah. using one of my chips. I'm gonna probably use the what one is it? Three free hit. And then I've yeah. what I've done is bulked up a few transfers. So then when when this week goes over and I've seen everybody, if there's any injuries come from the FA Cup and whatnot, I might go with a bench boost on the on the double game week and just go go for go for broke and hope for the best that's that's the <laughs> same here same here I'm, I'm i'm lumping it all i'm putting it all on the double game week and it's it's uh it's make or break for me it's getting, it's getting uh, quite it's getting quite tight up at the top so you know it, it is that's, really that's the thing the top three <laughs> i know you know uh one, one one last thing i would say is that um the, the, this whole covid thing is just mad crazy mm-hmm. and literally anything could happen and I don't know whether there's going to be any more games called off, but every now you just don't know when even your your player just might get coveted out, and like then all of a sudden you've got to find somebody else. It's crazy. So be prepared for anything. Be literally be prepared for anything. Keep checking up. Keep checking the updates because 
your man just get might get hit with isolation. You don't know what. There's no way of predicting it. That's the thing. No way. You're so, right. Yeah, you've got to keep an eye out for that. Most deaf. Uh, I mean, obviously, we've kind of mentioned what kind of given predictions of what what we want the games uh, of the games coming up this week. Or unless you want to go through them properly, do you want do you, do you want to do that? And that, I think yeah. Yeah, let's let's just round it yeah. off. Let's get them. Let's yeah, get them let's out properly. It okay then. So um, we might as well do them all because there's only mm-hmm. six. So <laughs> Sheffield United and Newcastle. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe Newcastle nicking it. I think because Newcastle, I saw them just tonight. Like I said, I watched the Arsenal Newcastle game. They looked mm. poor. But um, <laughs> so, but then again, but they'll have a different team coming up. So yeah, I think Newcastle will win, but it'll be low scoring. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do too much. Oh, I think it have been quite generous. I mean, I don't think Sheffield United are going to uh, win, but I think like the Brighton game that they had uh, a few weeks ago. I think Sheffield United have got enough in them to draw against Newcastle. So um, yes, that might be quite insulting to Newcastle fans, but I don't think Sheffield United are that bad. They're not going to lose every single game. They're going to lose most of them, but. Come on, give them a I'm, I'm so, like when you said when you said I don't when you said I don't think Sheffield United are going to win. I was like, well, yeah, I don't think anyone does. It's their seventeenth <laughs> game, never won yet. <laughs> I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> well, I'm, I am throwing them a bone. I'm going to say, here, I'm, you're going to draw this one. This will I'm be one of mind, draws. They've only drawn two this season. <laughs> well, this is the third one. <laughs> Look, you never know. Somebody might all get right. sent. They might get like a 90, 90th minute penalty or something. All right. Well, I mean, all right. if that's what you think all right right. um okay uh Burnley versus Man United well Man United I think they'll win I Mm. mean I think Man United are going to win and I think it'll be a comfortable will it be comfortable hmm yeah it should be comfortable I don't think I don't think they're going to struggle too much I think it should be pretty comfortable so I'd say like maybe uh winter nil so they're gonna they're gonna get like two or three nil I think Mm. I have to admit, I did think a, t- a win to nil was quite likely, but and, and Burnley aren't exactly known for blowing people away. Mm-hmm. Although recently Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes, they have been a nuisance, and you know, and the, and the, both those guys are not bad strikers. They're like no. 10, possibly fifteen a season, and I don't know, like Eric Bailly, I wanted to like the guy. I want to like the guy. I want to, but like I can't help feeling that. Um, He's just gonna do something. He's just really? gonna, yeah, I don't know. He just looks like he's gonna do something. And really? they, Man United fans love him. They really do. They think he's great, right? but he's just got no consistency. They say because um, it's weird. Because they, when when Mourinho was the manager, didn't like any of their defenders at all, did they? Mm. And no. then when Maguire came in, they thought that was the answer to all their problems. What a lie. <laughs> that was a dreadful decision. <laughs> um, okay, so I, you're right. I think a Man United win, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Eric Bailly, I don't know, fell over or something and and allowed Chris Wood to score. So uh, yeah, uh, okay. yeah, uh, 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 a nil to nil win for Man United, or possibly Bernie getting a cheeky goal at some point. Okay, all right, all right. Um, Wolves versus Everton. Okay. I think Wolves will win. I don't, however, think it's going to... I think it's like they're both going to score, but Wolves will win. I mean, I know that. They're both going to score, but Everton will win. What am I saying? Everton will win, but they're both going to score. Yeah. I think... Oh. 
Yeah, that's it. I just that's what I think. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I I agree with that. I I do. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I think Everton still have got some quality players, and you never quite know what you're going to get with Wolves. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there's going to be. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if both teams scored, but yeah, like you said, Everton probably win that one. Okay, uh, Man City versus Brighton. Uh, Man City to win. I don't, and I don't think Brighton are going to give them any troubles at the back either. So I think it's going to be a similar to the Man United one, a comfortable yeah. game for them. Yeah, I, in fact, I'm quite worried for Brighton in this game because they're just so open. <laughs> they, they, they really are open, and Man City seem like they're in the mood, really. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So that could get quite ugly for Brighton. Um, okay, Villa versus Spurs. Um, hmm, I don't know. I mean, I'm so biased. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm so biased. I think, I think because of what we know about Mourinho, and we know that he's he's very good when it comes to scheming up ta- tactics for a team. I think he would have. I think he would have been thinking about this Villa game and think, yeah, this is one to win to show people that we're really staking our claim because everyone's been staking their claim for the title race. I don't know how Man United think they're going to have a title race, but you know. <laughs> Everyone's taking the game for a title race, so he's thinking, "I need to get in that conversation. Let me beat Villa." So, I think with that, I think he's gonna he's gonna have his plan. He's gonna hatch it up, and um, it's gonna it's gonna come through. I think they'll they'll I think and they've been looking pretty decent at the back, so I think they're not gonna concede, and I think they'll um they'll win. Yep. Um. Yeah. I I have to you know stand by what I said before, uh, which is Villa are good, they're, but they're not that good. And, you know, every now and again, Spurs really turn it on when they need to. And also, I'd just like to, although it's pretty much obligatory now on this podcast, I just, I like to drop my two, my, my tuppence in on Man United. And like, yes, there's a lot of talk about how they're joint top and they're in amazing form and all the rest of it. But again, people need to remember that uh, Man United are flat track bullies. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you give them, yeah, exactly. You give them a stretch of four or five games where they play teams outside of the top six, yes, they're going to look amazing, all right? <laughs> but unfortunately, the season isn't made up of playing four or five teams outside of the top six. You've got to play everybody, right? Yeah, and there's a lot of teams. The, yeah, exactly. And Which is why I, I, I just want to say to everyone, just calm down, right? Calm, calm down, just chill. Okay, chill, <laughs> all right? I admit that I have upgraded my opinion on Solskjaer over the past couple of seasons, okay? Um, before I used to talk about how he got hard if relegated and all that stuff, I am prepared to admit that you will probably get into Europe with the guy as your manager. But still, that's not something you should be happy about because you're Man United and with you guys, it's all about the Premier League and the Champions League. That's what you come to expect. So you, you may think you you might don't mind qualifying for Europe every season, but trust me, after a while, you'll you'll grow to hate it. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so please don't come tell me how. Yeah, it's all fine with the guy. All right. Deep down, you want that that Premier League trophy, right? Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. so. Get your priorities straight. That's all I'm saying. Um, back to the game. Um, yes. what, were we, what were we talking about? Well, um, oh, yeah, Villa versus Spurs. Yeah, Spurs will probably win that one. Uh, I said before that I, I, the Villa are okay, but Spurs are probably better than them. All right, yeah. then. Uh, Arsenal versus Palace. I'm I'm going to back Arsenal. I think uh, with their current form, I think we should. I think it's not going to be easy. I think it's going to be mm. quite low. I don't think we're going to be able to run past Palace. I think 
Palace aren't. Uh, I just don't know. I think they're just like he's. You know how one when a manager loses quite badly, they they need to lick their wounds. They need to stop the rot. They say all of these terms, you know, where they basically mean we're going to put eleven players behind the ball and just hope for the best. And mm. that's what they're going. I think like they're going to come to do that. I don't think they're coming to win. They're coming to do anything great. I think they're just coming to you know ride it out and get a point and maybe nick a win if if everything's looking well by night eighty ninth minute. So um, I think it's going to be a really tough one. We're going to be they're going to be tough to break down, but. But I think we'll win. Do you know what? I I, I really don't think that's far fetched at all. Uh, the thing about Palace is that, uh, and and as much as I I'm sitting here like deep in Palace territory, um, <laughs> I too they... am also deep in Palace territory. <laughs> yeah, I'm only right. up the right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, it's it's all Palace up in here. Uh, like the, the caretaker of my daughter's school and everything. Um, <laughs> he's, he's he's a nice guy actually, but. It, but you know he's he's the season ticket holder so you know when you're having a natter it's all he ever talks about but anyway um what was i going to say yeah uh the thing about palace unfortunately is that their um lower bottom half table team and i as much as i like roy hodgson as well because he's he's croydon man he 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 does his best but um sometimes um palace just have to give it up to teams who on paper have better players yeah. and not that Palace don't have players as well who are capable of punishing you but sometimes Palace just lose because they weren't good enough and I I do think that with the former Arsenal have got and a little bit of confidence and the, the, the fact that they've got these youngsters who just are prepared to try anything it's good stuff yeah. you know what I mean it doesn't always that- come off and I know it can be frustrating but um, you know, so the the thing is, if you, you if you, you some of this stuff is gonna to stick. You know, if you you keep hitting the ball hard enough and quick enough and fast enough, it's bound to fly in every now and again. Exactly. Um, so I'm gonna give it to Arsenal. You're right. It's probably going to be a difficult one, but um, yeah, I, I'm just gonna think. I'm just gonna keep it simple. They're at home. You know, they're notionally a better team. Okay then. Um, I I can't really think of any players. Um, I mean, I've, I've meant. I think I mentioned Saka, uh, yeah. although he's he's quite obvious now these days. I think most people have realised that a lot yeah. of special stuff happens with him. Um, so if you want to highlight anybody else, uh, feel free. Hmm. Who would I say for this week? Well, I'm going to go with what I said in the initial chat. I'm going to go. I'll pick. I'll pick. Uh, I pick three players. Naturally, two are going to be from Arsenal because that's who I am. Uh, yeah. I'll pick I'll pick Lacazette, who's in crazy form at the minute. Um, he was he was the he was the side the decider in this game, um, the game that we played today. He came on uh, at half time of extra time and uh, well head uh, link up for the goal, the first goal. Yeah. So that was that. You can see that he's the catalyst. Um, he's done that yeah. a couple of times this season already. And um, well, yeah, he's just in beautiful form when he's up front. He's linking up with the youngsters, doing the little round the corner passes and then sometimes finishing off the move as well. So Lacazette, he's expensive. But if you bring him in, he'll be a, he'll be a differential because I'm not sure many people will be thinking to bring him in on this week. You know, it's funny. I think Lacazette is on people's radars now. Oh, yeah. OK, well, <laughs> he's uh, he, I mean, he's still a differential now, but don't be surprised to see him in a hell of a lot of teams. Yeah. It's yeah. true because, like at the moment, if you if you're not talking Kane and you're not talking Vardy, 
It's slim pickings. It's slim pickings. <laughs> it's all about the midfield, really, it seems. Like, I don't know. No, it, it, it is. Strikers. Like, you guys power, it's time for that power midfield. Um, I've heard a lot of people are only going to play one up front for the wow. uh, for the blank game week. Just imagine. I mean, That's how I've desperate it's tempted. getting. I've been tempted. I've been tempted. Well, like, if I did that this week, I would have had Foden second position on my bench. Yeah. <laughs> points out it, on my bench. Yeah. That's it. Oh, it, it's painful, isn't it? I had Sufal, and I thought, there's no way West Ham are keeping a clean sheet. He was third of my bench, right? Then I had all the players who didn't turn up and got zero points. And then... <laughs> uh, Ailing zero points because they conceded so many goals against Spurs, and he comes on for my guys who didn't come on. And I'm thinking I've got to get Sufal off my bench somehow, but no, he's sitting there third on my bench with six points. And oh, ah, yeah, yeah, I, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. <laughs> it's time to break out the Christmas cherry. There must be some left. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah, no. The, so then my last so, two picks, I had Lacazette, I had um, Calvert-Lewin for yeah. Everton, and then I'm going to say Emil Smith-Rowe as well, because okay, like I said, yeah. I called it earlier on, and I, I'm backing this kid. I think he's going to do well. If he can stay Fair fit, enough. he's got injury yeah. concerns. Oh, I see. If he can stay fit, I'm backing him. Like it. No, that's good. It's, it's nice to get a bit of an inside track. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Um, okay then, uh, yeah. But so before we go, um, if you're listening on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and please hit the like button. It'll help us out, and uh, it's much appreciated. And if you subscribe, it's totally free, and you find out when all our new episodes are coming out because we're, you know, Christmas done. We've been to the new year, and hopefully we're back running, back on track, up and running for 2021. So hit subscribe, hit like, check us out on Twitter as well fpl underscore bros um at fpl underscore bros sorry i should say and all the banters on there and we put our fpl bros team up on there as well and there's all the discussions and the usual football stuff you've come to know and enjoy all right then so um thanks for doing the pod this week jamie very much appreciate you you coming out i know it's uh, quite difficult to get back into it with christmas and everything and the eating and the sitting around <laughs> trying to trying to get yourself motivated so thank you very much no problem yeah so yeah that's all that's uh, left for me to say now is goodbye and goodbye from me okay green arrows all around everyone bye-bye bye-bye <laughs>